Welcome to this edition of PowerPoint with Jack Graham. A little later in the program, we'll tell you how you can get a copy of Dr. Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel. But first, here's the message, Crushing Satan. Take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Romans, chapter 16, verse 17, Romans 16, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. For your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent as to what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Love does not hesitate to confront evil and to protect those you love against it. Love does not hesitate to call out evil as well as confronting it. And the danger and the deception of false teachers is the subject of this passage. When you love someone, you do everything possible to guard them, to protect them, like a parent with a child. First and foremost, I want to speak to you about the dangers of false teachers and those who would ruin your souls and wreck your lives and families. The church is under attack, and the battle is most often not from without, the enemies that come from without, but from within, insiders who would disrupt and divide and destroy the work of Christ. This is the reason that Paul takes time before he says goodbye to warn all of us from generation to generation because this is a battle we all fight until the Lord comes again. He says, mark these and avoid these false teachers. This is so very important that Jesus addressed it in Matthew chapter 7 verses 15 and 16, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits and are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. So Jesus Himself began this warning process that Paul picked up along with virtually every apostle in the New Testament, from Peter to John to Paul, and of course straight from the lips of Jesus. First John chapter 4 tells us that we are to test every spirit, because not every spirit, even supernatural spirits, 
come from God. The Bible tells us that we're not to be seduced by spirits or by demon spirits, doctrines of demons. So be warned. Now our current version of deception and dangerous divide in the church is what you could call progressive Christianity, progressivism. And so I speak of this with the deception of false teachers. We, we've talked about just a little bit the danger of this, but let's talk about the deception of this. Because the goal of false teachers in our generation, remember, within the church, not outside the church, but it is the goal of these progressives to redefine Christianity. And it is a cancer in the church because progressives want to align not with the Word of God, but with the culture. And they are driven to deliver a new message that is more sophisticated, a new kind of Christianity. This is why Jude tells us in verse 4 that we must always earnestly contend for the faith. How do we detect these false teachers within the church today? Progressives deny the authority and the sufficiency of the Bible, the Word of God. That's where it all starts. In fact, Satan's lies are never new. It all began when the serpent slithered in, the shining one, into the Garden of Eden and put a question mark on the Word of God when Eve was tempted and it first rebutted the temptations of the enemy. The devil said, has God said. That is always the lie, to deny, diminish, dilute the Word of God, to question the authority of the Scripture. The battle for the Bible rages in every generation. This book that we believe is the inerrant infallible, authoritative, accurate Word of God is always in every generation under attack. And the progressives put that question mark right where the devil puts it on the Word of God, to twist and distort the truth of God's Word. You can name the issue, whatever the issue, issues like sexuality. Focusing on the latest satanic moral compromise, such as gender identity. They deny the biblical distinction of male and female. They embrace these progressive. Remember, within the church, not without. We're talking about the church, not the culture. But they embrace same-sex marriage. They are pro-choice. The danger is that progressive Christianity is a one-way ticket to hell. This is the danger of this deception. And I say this in the midst of the battle with a burden 
for those who are on the other side. Because to reject Jesus, to turn from the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus, is to condemn yourself to eternal judgment and hell. I think and I weep over all the persons and great people, so many, who are in liberal progressive churches, never hear the Word of God authoritative, persuasive, and powerful. This battle is a tough one because we see the Bible and God's Word undermined in seminaries, in Christian universities, in pulpits, and yes, in churches. It's a warning. Progressive Christianity is propagated, of course, by a godless liberal media and leftist politicians. This is the reason that the Bible contains so many warnings about this that we should wise up. This is why he says, I appeal to you, brothers, that those who divide contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught, the faith once delivered. He says, do two things in verse 17. Watch out for them. The word is a word which means to scope. He said, Get your eyes on this. Scope them out. Detect them. And then what did he say? Avoid them. Walk away. Get out of there. The reason the Bible includes so many warnings is because the human heart, the soul is so precious to God. Here's another warning, Galatians 1, 6 to 9. This is Paul once again. He said, I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, another gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. Let him be damned. That's what Paul is saying. Now, I can already hear someone thinking, well, that's so full of hate. There's no love in that. That's what's wrong with you Bible-believing Christians. You're just so belligerent and bullish and hypocritical and all the rest, you're angry and judgmental. No. Love protects. Love cares. And Paul, along with the apostles, say it again and again and again and again. And, it, and these passages are often neglected in the preaching of God's Word because it seems so hard, it seems so harsh. But souls are at stake. Families are at stake. Another gospel. Preach it at your own peril. Because with it comes the curse of God. You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and today's message, Crushing Satan. Our world needs revival. And if that's going to happen, it has to take place in Christians first. 
That can only happen through the recovery and rediscovery of our passion for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why we want to send you a copy of Pastor Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel, which goes to the very heart of the good news our world so desperately needs to hear. The Essential Gospel is our special thanks for your gift to PowerPoint. This is the last week of this offer, so call today. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgraham.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgraham.org. Now let's get back to today's message, Crushing Satan. Progressive Christianity sounds so innocent and so sophisticated, so current, so with it. And Christians often get up, caught up in the current and the drift of this. It's like being in the ocean and playing in the shallow waters and then you look up and you have drifted and maybe even a riptide taking you out to sea. We're warned in the scriptures not to drift away from the faith and unbelief. So it is dangerous and it is deceptive and it is deadly. And this is why Paul says, mark them, avoid them, separate yourself, walk away. Again, why would we put ourselves or our families in the firing line of the lies of Satan? Paul makes a very great statement here uh, in, he, he talks about verse 18. I, want, I don't want to miss this. He says, describing these, he says, they are persons who do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites to satisfy themselves. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. And so he says, they're just swept up in this and caught up with the latest glib, personable, winsome, sweet-talking guy. And he says in verse 19, for your obedience is known to all. This is a great church. It's the glorious church, the church at Rome. But Paul knew the power of the enemy and the persuasive ability of false teachers. So he's saying, even though you are obedient, you are known to all, yet be wise and be warned. He says, I rejoice over you. But he said, I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. It literally means don't even begin to think about evil. And so he said, be innocent of some things. I wish we could keep our children more innocent of evil. The only way to do that, as I see it, is just fill them with the Word of God. And prepare them to counterattack rather than to be attacked. Moral relativism without absolute truth in your faith means that anything goes. And the progressives are all about your truth and my truth and truth as you see it and truth as I see it. That there is no real absolute truth. Therefore, anything goes. 
It's like the book of Judges. When it was said of that generation, every man did what was right in his own eyes. But God is not mocked. Whatever we sow, we reap. And what is happening in the world, what is happening in our country with the collapse of the culture, the moral collapse of our nation, is that we are now reaping the results of our sin. You sow the wind, you get what? The whirlwind. Dear people, it's now the whirlwind because God is not mocked. Politically, socialists move in when secularists, liberals open the door. And ultimately, all freedom of religion will be attacked because this is the goal of Marxists. This is why politics matter. The church is now divided and there's no spiritual power. Christians know very little today of the spirit-filled life and of personal revival. There's hardly any love in churches for souls because we're so divided. We're so filled with debate and division, often not on the big things, but even some of the non-essential things that there's no time left for evangelism. We're distracted. So what is Paul saying? He said, expect and detect and reject these liars, because one day, verse 20, and one day soon, Satan is going to be crushed, and everyone who follows him with him. Satan is the father of all lies. That's what Jesus said. He is a liar and a murderer from the beginning. And it is my responsibility, as I see it, a big part of my responsibility in these days to protect the flock of God against the works of the enemy. Paul said it in Acts chapter 20, verses 27 to 32, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God which he obtained with his own blood. I know that, my, that after my departure fierce wolves will come among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night and day to admonish everyone with tears. That was Paul's pastoral heart. And therefore, it should be the heart of every pastor as well to be alert, to be discerning. Discernment is so desperately needed among God's people today. Wisdom. So a couple of closing words. Number one, be prepared to defend your faith. We are called to defend our faith and give 
evidence for what we believe. Do you know what you believe? Do you know why you believe it? Then we should not only be prepared to defend our faith, but we must refuse to shut up or stand down. We should be courageous. We will clearly and creatively share the gospel of Christ. We will align with with the Bible on every issue of sexuality, on the sanctity of life, on purity, on morality. We will love and live the truth, not leaving it up to someone else's truth, but God's truth, the truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by Christ. And this is the message that we will proclaim, that we will know the gospel, not another gospel, not a progressive gospel, but the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, he says, one day and one day soon, the God of peace will crush Satan. This is the one and only time in the book of Romans that Satan is mentioned, though Paul discusses the devil and his demon forces on multiple occasions in other letters, but in Romans this is it. And after all that has been said in Romans, he's now saying this essential gospel, this is what crushes the enemy because it is the God of peace. The God of peace is the one who ends all war, who ends the battle. The God of peace is the Prince of Peace who is coming again, riding on a white horse. And guess what? We are with Him when He comes. The saints of God are riding with Him as we crush Satan under His feet. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm willing to stay in the battle as long as the battle exists. But I look forward to the day when the battle is done, when the battle is over, and Christ is Lord of all, and the new heavens and the new earth have come, and peace comes when the victory is won. Jesus is coming again. Let God arise and His enemies be scattered. He says soon He will crush Satan. So that will happen. That's future tense. But it's also a promise to live in today in that Because of the cross, Satan and the works of Satan have been defeated in our lives. And therefore, the calmest, the most courageous people on earth right now should be Christians because we know the battle is won in Christ and it will eventually be done when He comes again. So we live in shalom. We live in the peace of God, the God of peace. Romans 15, 13, may the God of peace fill you with all, or the God of hope rather, fill you with all joy and peace in believing by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will overflow in hope. We live in the battle. It won't be over until we see Jesus. But we overcome Him now and every day in our own lives by the blood of the Lamb and the testimony of our faith. Satan is under his feet, and what is under his feet is therefore under your feet. In Jesus, you have the power and you have the victory to win in life.
You're listening to PowerPoint with Jack Graham and today's message, Crushing Satan. With so much bad news in the world today, for many it's like the end of the age is just around the corner. So right now is the moment Christians must arise and show just how essential the gospel is to a lost and broken world. That's what prompted Pastor Graham to write a new book, The Essential Gospel, which goes to the very heart of the good news our world so desperately needs to hear. And we'd love to get a copy of this powerful new resource into your hands. The Essential Gospel is our thanks for your gift today to help boldly proclaim the truth of the gospel and the hope it brings to more people around the world. So call now to request your copy of The Essential Gospel when you give. This is the last week of this offer, so call today. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. And don't forget to visit jackgraham.org where you can shop our e-store, give a gift online, or sign up for Dr. Graham's free daily email devotional. Our website again is jackgraham.org. Pastor, what is your PowerPoint for today? Be encouraged by the fact that you are facing the enemy because that really identifies you as a believer and a follower of Christ. If you are a Christian, if you commit to follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will face conflict and opposition. And often that conflict comes from the devil himself. So be encouraged that you've gotten the devil's attention and that you find yourself, because you are in the will of God, not out of the will of God, but in the will of God, uh, dealing with satanic oppression or temptation. Always remember that Satan is a defeated foe. The victory is already yours in Christ. It's a longtime axiom which says We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. Our victory is in Jesus and his finished work, his accomplishment on the cross for us. And therefore, we have been given victory over all the works of the enemy. And we therefore have the authority and the name and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ to resist the works of the enemy and to overcome, to be overcomers, to be not victims, but victors. As for me, I always stay prepared for spiritual attack, knowing that the devil is like a roaring lion prowling and seeking whom he may devour. That's what the scripture says. So we must always be on guard because we are at risk. And the devil loves a shining mark, and he will attack you if he believes that you're going to make a difference in the kingdom of God for the glory of Christ. So be prepared for that. Be prayed up. Put on the whole armor of God. Often I put on the armor of God piece by piece and therefore protect myself against the onslaught of the enemy. But know this, that in Jesus you can experience victory over all the works of the enemy because you are more than a conqueror through him who loves you. And that is today's PowerPoint. Remember, when you give a gift to PowerPoint, we'll send you Dr. Graham's new book, The Essential Gospel, as our thanks. Call 1-800-795-4627. That's 1-800-795-4627. You can also text the word ESSENTIAL to 59789. And join us again next time as Dr. Graham brings a message about living the victorious life you're called to. That's next time on PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint with Jack Graham is sponsored by PowerPoint Ministries. PowerPoint Ministries.